Hello. What's up? Not much. That's cool. Cool. Just just a little check-in? Yeah, I'm just recording. Oh, nice. Sweet. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> Welcome to Review for Two. My name is Caroline. And I'm Marco. And this is a podcast about video games that are fun to play with one or more persons other than yourself. Or by yourself. You can just say two or more people. Two or more people. It's fun to play with so many people. Especially this one is fun to play with, I guess, three other people. This is definitely designed to be played with a group of four. Yes. That you know, because communication is key in this game. That you know and are actively talking to. Yes. I think we tried We tried playing it with three people after having played it with four people, and it was so it was much bad. harder. It yeah. was bad. Real bad. Because our one other teammate that we weren't talking to was just kind of like wandering off and doing whatever. Yeah, you really have to stick together in this game, which is called Bleeding, Bleeding Edge. Edge. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why we don't did it like all. that. Okay. Yeah, Bleeding Edge. Yes. Caroline? Yes. Do you want to edge us with those facts? Girl, no. Didn't like that? Don't make that happen. Sorry. Okay, so Bleeding Edge. The beta came out, I think, in February? Yeah. I'm going to say February. I don't have that date. But the actual game came out March 24th, 2020, very recently, even though it's actually two months ago now, almost. What is time? Jesus Is Christ. time. Okay. Time. Is time. Is time. Is time. Is time. And it came out for the Xbox One and Windows and was developed by Ninja Theory. And this game is kind of like an Overwatch style battle royale. MOBA. Thank you. It's a MOBA. Marco, you just tell him. Yeah. So MOBA is multiplayer online battle arena. Yes. So it kind of just like drops you in little arenas and it's four versus four. And it's very Overwatch-like in that you have characters as opposed to specific classes. So you've got your tank class, your offense class, your defense class, your healers, stuff like that. And you have to do various objectives that are more than just kill the enemy. And like Overwatch, it helps to kill the enemy. But if you have one person who's just running off on their own, getting kills without actually following the objective, you will do much, much worse than if you are a coordinated team accomplishing whatever the goal is. Very true. Yeah. So it is, Bleeding Edge is a lot more melee based because most people have swords or fists or a guitar that is also an axe which is kind of the hook is that it is overwatch but like the underground battle overwatch where Mm -hmm. you all have melee weapons you're just kind of hacking and slashing at each other so the gameplay is actually very different because for most of the characters you do need to be within melee range to do any damage Mm -hmm. and even for the non-melee characters i think there are two or three characters who have guns even then you still have to be pretty close in order to do damage Mm -hmm. and it's third person so you can't just kind of snipe people from across the course so it's got a very different sort of speed and flavor it also takes a lot longer to get any kills yeah that's true when you're one-on-one it takes a while of both of you wailing on each other to get any kills especially if you've got two healers going at it because they'll Mm -hmm. just self-heal while also attacking there was one time where i was one of the healers and i was attacking someone else who was the same character as me and we both just kept attacking and then self-healing and we just kind of couldn't kill each other yeah so it's a lot slower to get a kill except when you are a coordinated team because the fact that it takes half as much time to kill someone when you have two people as opposed to one is very very feelable 
Mm-hmm. Like, it feels very different that you can kill someone so much quicker as opposed to Overwatch where it's like, oh, you know, it took me two seconds to kill this person versus a second and a half when I had help. This, it's very different. And especially when you have all four and you can just completely take someone down before they can do any damage. It is a lot different. Yeah. What that's else? kind of it yeah, about no, the game. That's, that's the broad strokes. Yeah. Caroline, do you want to review it? Sure. So I kind of like Overwatch because I think it's like a fun, quick game that you can play. There's not much to it and there's no like real plot unless you pay attention to the comics and the plot and blah, 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 and the lore. So I also was excited for this game because I was like, oh, it's very similar. But it rang a little too similar and a lot of the characters seemed to be stealing from other games. Not stealing, but they they were very, very reminiscent of other characters in the other games. So I, I didn't find it very original or creative. I think that there are some abilities that are different and new and that is really fun but I wasn't like wowed by the newness of this game especially since I think it had a lot of people kind of banking on how like different it was. It really did feel like gritty Overwatch as opposed to its own game. Right exactly. Mm. I did have fun playing it and there are some modes that are more fun than others and we'll get to that but I like I wouldn't I, I think that personally I would play Overwatch over over this because I just like know Overwatch and I'm better at that game than I am at this game and right now if you're not good at a you know MOBA or Battle Royale you're basically you can't learn a new one because people are just too good at it and so you can't really play but that's just my personal opinion. What do you think Marco? I think I kind of agree with Caroline. It felt in a lot of ways while I was playing it like I would rather just be playing Overwatch. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest reasons for that is if you don't have a coordinated team of four or even even if you do and your communication is just a little off that round, you will not be able to get much done. Yeah. And I feel like with Overwatch, it is a lot easier to work as a team, even if you aren't talking with each other. Because yeah, definitely. if you're particularly good as a certain character, like teamwork is important, but you can still get a lot of stuff done on your own. You know, a good Widowmaker just wins the match. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't, it felt like you really couldn't do anything without at least two of your teammates around. And if you were one on two, there was just no path yeah. for victory for you. So it is, I feel like it is going for that specifically. Like it is trying to force that sort of teamwork, which means that one time when we played with three, we just weren't really doing great at all. So I enjoyed it and I enjoyed it as a change of pace from Overwatch. But like Caroline said, like, I don't know if if I'm only going to have time for one MOBA. Maybe this wouldn't necessarily pull me away from Overwatch or one of the other games that I already know how to play and know how to play well. Yeah. The one thing I did really like is that you could customize loadouts for your characters a little bit. Mm -hmm. So something Overwatch doesn't do where with Overwatch you just play the character and that's it. This game, you can sort of augment your abilities and it's not necessarily like if you don't have these augments, you won't win. But more of if you do have these augments and you play to your strengths and use them well, you will be able to play at a much higher level than someone who's just equipping whatever and mashing their attack button. Yeah. So you could increase your attack damage or increase the duration of your shield or whatever it was, which made it so you could kind of optimize your playstyle and your loadout and do better than just playing whatever. Right. I did like that part. So overall, I would say definitely try it. You might not grab you too much but i certainly enjoyed when we were playing Mm -hmm. just make sure you go in with a full stack of four yeah people you know and are comfortable talking to yeah okay let's go to questions let's go to questions 
Alright, who was your favorite fighter? My favorite fighter was the one of the healers, which was Miko, and she had a staff that she kind of bonked people with, and the ability to drop a bubble shield, and the ability to heal herself through attacks and teammates by casting casting a heal ability that could also chain to either other teammates, or you could consume both charges to heal yourself. Which, I like playing the healer, because... It's kind of a fun role and it helps, you know, provision your teammates and stuff. So I definitely enjoyed that one. And also the ultimate was fun because it made everyone invisible. Yeah. Each character also has two ultimates and you choose at the beginning of the game which one you want to use for that game. Which is also fun because then it's kind of tactically how do you talk to your teammates and decide what characters you want. And then from there, what ultimates you want those characters to have. And in my case, I felt like being able to turn everyone invisible and give them a bit more health usually synergized well with everyone else's. Yeah. So I liked all of the aspects of this character and I had a lot of fun with them. Great. Caroline? Yeah, my favorite was Makutu or uh, I call them Gibraltar. Sorry. Those of you who are paying attention will notice <laughs> a theme in Caroline's choices. I like choices. big tanks that need a lot to kill them because I die very easily and I'm not good at shooting a gun. But I think that says a lot about me. So, and I, I like Makutu because of his two supers. One of them you could turn into a giant ball and just kind of wreck around the whole place. And then the other one that I really liked was called Can't Touch This, where it turned your whole team invincible for like five seconds. So using like Marco's super and then my super, like one right after the other would be a really good strat because you'd basically be invincible for like 10 seconds and you could definitely take a point or like take out the team. You'd be invincible to do. and invisible. Yeah, exactly. Which was great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, And I had two powers passive abilities one of them was either to move really fast or the other one was to just regenerate health which was extremely helpful i think i only used the health one because i didn't care about catching up with my team i was like i'll meet you there and i also have a hoverboard so it doesn't really matter if i'm fast and one of the abilities that i could use like special abilities if i had the healing passive on was that it would heal my team for like a few seconds too. So really helpful healer, but also tank, which I think worked perfectly with my playstyle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was your favorite game type or mode? I don't know the formal names of the game types or modes, but there was one where it would drop little canisters that you had to like break open to grab energy charges or whatever it is. And you didn't have to like carry them. You just opened the thing, ran over them. And it was like, you're now carrying two energy charges. Mm -hmm. And then after enough time passed, a drop off point would unlock and you would have to go and drop off your energy charges. But if you took damage, it would reset your drop-off timer, and the other team was also trying to collect the energy charges and go drop them off. And if you got killed, you would drop all of yours, and the other team could grab them. Yeah. So it was a fun and sort of different capture the flag or, like, pick up the payload, but you had the same objective against each other, and also killing each other would get you their points. So it was it was fun. It was unique and different, and because I could drop a little bubble shield and protect the point while <laughs> we were capturing i also felt particularly useful in this round yeah that was that was my favorite mode too i think that it was the easier one also mm. and it was like more strategic in that you could be like oh where are the charges okay let's all go get charges together and then let's go to the point or like somebody block the point while i'm dropping off charges and different things like that so it was also strategic because you could maybe see that all of the enemy team was on the drop-off point right. so it would be like all right well we don't want to charge in and just lose all of our charges because that would be a problem yeah so do we wait for the next round for the next point to open or do we try and charge in or do we wait for them to get bored and 
leave and then try and sneak our way in. Yeah. It could open up a lot of different strategy elements as well. Yeah. Okay, what was your favorite enhancement? All right, so part of this being gritty Overwatch was that all of the characters had cybernetic enhancements in a sort of Deus Ex feel where it's like it kind of stripped away parts of their humanity and made them better than. For example, there was one character whose bottom half was just a giant chicken, which is great because it means you can run super fast and jump super high, but also means that you don't have like legs and you can't sit down on seat. Like they're all double-edged swords. Sure. I don't, I like, honestly, they're all fine. (laughs) The, all of the enhancement, like, I don't know that I have one favorite enhancement because it didn't really play to any of the like actual gameplay. It was just kind of about the lore. And as we've talked about with previous games, I just like playing the game and I don't really like delving into the deep and extra of it. So I just, I thought that they were, all special Boy. in their own way but the the chicken one was cute with her lore because she was a dancer and then she had to turn into half a chicken and then she used that to like become powerful so that was cool yeah my favorite and i think this is my favorite because it is one of the cooler ones that's more than just has a robot leg or something like that one of the attack characters is a british voodoo priest mm-hmm. who when he died his soul was put into a snake a robot snake And then he used his voodoo magic to reanimate his own corpse. So he is a dead guy's soul in a robot piloting around his own rotting corpse. Which is just so bonkers and I love it. It is quite weird. Yeah. Yeah. And as you can imagine, all of his attacks are debuffs and, you know, voodoo magic that makes you take more damage or do less damage or weird stuff. It is definitely one of the very, like, unique creative characters as opposed to Gibraltar 2.0 or something. Yeah. That one is definitely one of the cooler ones. Yeah. All right. Last Last question. question. Yeah. Okay. What uh, was your favorite mod? And I'll kind of explain what the mods are. So every character, you know, you could change your skin or emotes or your board, your hoverboard that you go on. But you could also equip three mods. And I'm sure there's, if you level up, you get more mod space or something like that. But the mods would just change your passive abilities or your active abilities to like increase your speed for me or like increase the rate of health or increase damage, things like that. So my favorite was called Meat Shield on Makutu because it gave me a hundred extra HP Hmm. (laughs) and I needed that HP because I would die so I had like 400 HP when we were going into battle and I was like yeah I'm I'm never gonna die but I somehow still did because I was bad at this game Mm, yeah (laughs) what about you mine and I don't know the names of any of the actual mods but my character had a little bubble drop shield that you could put down and I put all of the mods on that made it last longer and have more health Mm -hmm. and increase the damage that you did inside it. So I essentially did my very best to recreate the Ward of Dawn from Destiny. Because you would drop a bubble shield and it would last for a long time and you would get increased damage and it would be hard to break. And it was just like, I'm going to be a bubble titan for a little bit. Yeah. It was fun. And it really, it did help a lot in capturing points or when you were dropping off energy charges in that other mode and you would just stick the bubble on there and then no one could damage you from afar, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Any final thoughts? Yeah. It is definitely a different take on the multiplayer online battle arena type genre. The melee based characters with the exception of a few makes it feel and play very different. I don't know that I necessarily liked it more than some of the competitors, but I think it is definitely unique enough that you should give it a try. And if you do like it, you'll probably really like it. Yeah, I agree with that. 
I mean, and if, if you're just like an OG Overwatch fan, just keep playing that. Yeah. But nothing to lose here. Yeah, give it a try. It's and on it's, Game Pass. Yeah, it's free on Game Pass. Gotta, We're just, should we try to get sponsored by Microsoft? We could try. We could see what happens. I doubt it would happen. And they gave Ninja like millions of dollars. They could probably give us like 50 bucks or something. <laughs> 50 bucks every time we say Game Pass. Hey, if we got 50 bucks every time we say Game Pass, I would probably say Game Pass a lot more often. I know. I really no, I that. wouldn't do that. I have integrity. Okay. Well, with that, um, thank you for listening. You can like and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Yeah. And you can find us on Twitter at review for 2 or email us at review the number 4 two at gmail.com. Please give us suggestions, comments, love hate don't give us hate but like if if you feel compelled sure yeah and yeah thanks for listening yeah have a good day everyone have a great quarantine day Woo. <laughs> bye, bye. You can't buy me, Microsoft. You can buy us, Microsoft. Call me. Call me. <laughs>